So when my grandparents came to England, their surname was Gonzalez, and they moved to Slough, which was, I mean, it's very different now to how it used to be, but it used to be a kind of very working class English town, and there weren't many immigrant families there at all. And when they arrived, they really struggled with it. And they literally, they lived in Slough, and they lived somewhere right by Goodwin Road, and my abuelo, my granddad, saw Goodwin Road and he thought that sounds like Gonzalez. Wow. And they changed their name to Goodwin, which I didn't, thinking that I'm 28 years old, yeah. I didn't know that until maybe a year ago, which wow. is, I don't know why I never thought to dig a bit further, but yeah. I was always like, yeah, we're from Gibraltar. Gibraltar has English ties. Yeah. It's quite common for people to have English surnames there. And then I was like, my dad was like, oh, name change documents. And I was like, what do you mean you changed your name? And he was like, yeah, I changed my name to Goodwin from Gonzalez. I think it's also quite common in, you know, immigrant families that my grandparents had no interest in reminding us what the name yeah. was. It was never, we're Gonzalez, don't forget that. It was kind of like, we're Goodwin now and we're in England yeah. now and let's kind let's make that happen and let's be the Goodwins. There was never a pushing of we're using this name, but don't forget where we come from. It was very mm. much we're here now, this is the name now get with the program and no one was ever I guess when you're younger if you're not encouraged to ask questions you don't if something is just presented to you as fact you just take it as fact and no one ever encouraged me to ask those questions so I didn't even think to potentially as an English speaker you don't understand the significance of just adding an extra t to a name but in linguistics in Spanish there is never a double t it doesn't exist in the language it's okay it's something that there's not a single word in the Spanish language. People might fact check me on that, but <laughs> there isn't, it doesn't, you don't see it ever, yeah. but it's a very Italian thing to have a double T. So mm. when people people hear my name and I say Carlota and they're like, oh, nice to meet you. And then they see it written down and there's always this immediate, wait, that's not, that's not what we thought you were. That's not who we thought you were because yeah. no one in Spain would ever spell their name this way. In today's episode, join me in conversation with Carlotta Elena Goodwin Thorpe, where we discuss the relationship that she's had with her name and the journey that she's been on with it, the history behind it, and the ties and links and significance to her Spanish and English heritage. Names enriched with meaning are part of one's identity and hold such importance. Welcome to That's My Name. I'm Maya Mitzko, September Welford. What's your name? So my name is Carlota Elena Goodwinthorpe, which is a very weird name, but yeah, that's my name. Thank you, Carlota, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I haven't seen you for like over 10 years. I'm trying to think it would have been end of year 11, which was 2012. Yeah, 2012. Which means it's 11 years, which is terrifying. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, over that amount of time, it's ridiculous. We're getting very old. (laughs) We are, but it also feels like it's just like I've not seen you for like a year. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like that much time has gone by, which is cool, but it's also really scary. Like it's just flashed by like that. It flashed by so quickly. It's ridiculous. Um, So you mentioned just there that your name is a weird name. Yeah. Why do you think that? I think for me, because I have a very Spanish first name, my first name is like Carlota Elena, you see it written, like, you see it written down, it's super, people, I mean like foreign, it doesn't sound like an English name. And then I have this kind of weirdly English surname, mm-hmm. Goodwin Thorpe. And I think people have always heard my name and sort of felt the disconnect between the two. And I've always been very aware of the disconnect when I'm 
in Spain, for example, I introduce myself. They're like, oh, Carlota, so nice to meet you. And then they see my surname and they're like, what's mm. going on there? And then it happens to me the kind of opposite way around in England where people see my surname and they're like, oh, it's English. And then I say my first name and they're a bit like, kind of what's gone on there? Like, what's the story behind it? Yeah. And I always find it so, when I say my first name, it's very natural for me to say it in the accent it's meant to be said in, like yeah. Carlota Elena. But then you hear the surname and it's like, Goodwin thought. And it just yeah. doesn't have the like the good flow to it that I suppose most names have. Mm. I always feel like it sounds like I come from two very different places, mm. which I do, but yeah, I just I've always felt like it's not a good flowing name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. And like when you I guess when you like introduce yourself to Spanish people versus English people, mm. is the way that you pronounce it or the accent that you use different? Oh, a hundred percent. I think growing up in, you know, I mean, I have quite a similar background to you in that I kind of grew up in East London. And then I, growing up, I went to a primary school where people had all kinds of names and yeah. it was a lot more normal. I then went to a secondary school where the, I guess the bubble became a lot smaller. And even though it was supposedly an international school, it wasn't nearly as international as my primary school. Yeah. And introducing myself to people in Essex, I went from being kind of like Carlota to being Carlotta. Yeah. which was kind of, you know, and people didn't really know what to do with my name and they didn't really know the background of my name. And it kind of, I think people thought I came from this like really upper class English background and mm. it was like Carlotta, which got turned into Carlotta. And I don't know, and I think when I got to secondary school, I got a bit more conscious of it and I kind of changed it a little bit within myself and I let people say it like that. And I just kind of went with it. And it wasn't until I went to university that I was like, there's been a real disconnect here with my name and I kind of need to start introducing myself mm. as Carlota Len again because that's who I am. And if you can't say it like that, that's fine. But yeah. I shouldn't be saying it incorrectly because I know people are going to repeat it incorrectly back to me. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And then when I go to Spain, it's like Carlota Elena and it's fine and people get it, but then they hear my surname again and they get confused. They can't say my surname in Spain. Mm -hmm. They're like, Guwin Thorpe. And I'm like, oh God, no one in the world can say my name. It's yeah. just me. Oh, that's really interesting. That made me think just there, and I'm not going to say her name um, because of, you know, I'm not going to bring her into this podcast. Um, but it reminds me of a girl that was in our year from Thailand. And I remember when she first came to to school, to secondary school, we both went to secondary school mm. together. Um, she pronounced her name in as it should have been pronounced in her Thai yeah. accent, right? And that's how it's pronounced. But everyone... I remember. Yeah, yeah, I know who this is. Yeah, yeah. Everyone just, like, took the piss out of, like, her accent and how yeah. she introduced herself and how she said her name. And there was a real switch that I saw of, like, then how she would introduce her name and herself. Yeah. It was completely different in this, like, Essex accent. So it seems like there's some kind of synergies there between you and her and, like, the experiences that perhaps you had with your names and it being pronounced in like a completely different accent yeah. in an accent that the name was never meant to be spoken in in a way so it's really interesting that while you mentioned that us our, our secondary school was meant to be you know international and bringing yeah. people in from all different countries and cultures actually I think the context in which the school was in which was in Essex I in think the smallest that, town in exactly Essex well. like not even a town a village <laughs> yeah so I feel like that had such an influence on like how 
people kind of showed up and how people spoke and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, absolutely. My accent was definitely influenced by like the environment. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It makes me a bit sad though because now I'm remembering that individual, and I think. I guess when you're younger, you're a bit more selfish and everything feels like the end of the world. And I think while, you know, we were kind of going through similar struggles, at no point did I turn around as a teenager and think, let me figure out her journey. Like, let yeah. me make sure I'm doing that properly for her. Yeah. I was just all focused on me and I was probably saying her name completely wrong. Yeah. And in my mind, I was only concentrating on the fact that everyone was calling me Carlotta, yeah. which I hated. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even think about her, which makes me sad now as because I like to think now when I meet people... I want to say people's names mm-hmm, correctly and mm-hmm. I want to put that effort in and yeah. I would be mortified if I was saying someone's name yeah. wrong. But look, but when it was affecting me so much more, I wasn't thinking about other people, which yeah. makes me a bit sad, but yeah. I guess that's how we grow as people. Exactly, and I think, you know, when you're that age, when you're like 11, 12, 13, 14, there's the hormones and there's oh all God, the yeah. drama and everything <laughs> like that. So it, it's true. I think in those times we don't necessarily, we might not have necessarily developed the kind of empathy to others and understanding that actually I'm not the only one going through this. There's yeah. probably other people too. But it's, it's an interesting reflection. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about the history behind your name. So, you know, you've got very Spanish first names and then very English or English sounding second surname second names talk to me about the kind of history behind all of that so it's actually so interesting I found out very recently that so the surname Goodwin is from my dad's side which is the Spanish side and I always knew that it wasn't a Spanish sounding name and I always knew we had ties with Gibraltar which is Mm. an English territory there and I guess I never even asked and I just assumed that's where the name came from and then it was recently when I started looking into getting some paperwork done for myself it was mentioned to me that that wasn't our surname and it was changed I think when my dad was 10 years old Wow! so when my grandparents came to England their surname was Gonzalez and they moved to Slough which was I mean it's very different now to how it used to be but it used to be a kind of very working class English town and there weren't many immigrant families there at all and when they arrived they really struggled with it and they literally they lived in Slough and they lived somewhere right by Goodwin Road and my abuelo my granddad saw Goodwin Road and he thought that sounds like Gonzalez and they changed their name to Goodwin which I didn't thinking that I'm 28 years old I didn't know that until maybe a year ago which is I don't know why I never thought to dig a bit further but I was always like, yeah, we're from Gibraltar. Gibraltar has English ties. Yeah. It's quite common for people to have English surnames there. And then I was like, my dad was like, oh, name change documents. And I was like, what do you mean you changed your name? And he was like, yeah, I changed my name to Goodwin from Gonzalez, which wow. is so strange that I didn't know. And yeah. the stranger thing still is that it's not a name which is, it's not really going to be carried down because my dad is one of two, his kids, his Um, My cousins are married there. My cousin has changed her name now. My brother doesn't have my dad's surname. He only has my mum's surname. So I'm the only one really with this Goodwin name, which was created within the last 50 years and probably isn't going to be passed down from me. So it's this very weird moment in history of this name existing. It's come into existence. It was given to me. I probably won't pass it on. So it's this very straight, and I've never felt connected with the name. I've, so interesting. I've always felt so much more connected with the surname from my mum's side, 
which is very, and that's nothing to do with my relationship with my dad, but I've always felt like I have a connection with Thorpe and Goodwin has always felt very strange to me. And then it turns out that we don't really have a connection with it. It was in the name of a road. It was taken from that. It was given to me. It's not going anywhere with me, probably. And then it's going to die with me. So it's quite, um, and I've met people, I was in the hairdressers the other day and someone said, oh, I've got family with the surname Goodwin. Maybe we're related. And I was like, no, we're not. (laughs) Yeah, We're not because my family just made it up pretty much, which is, it's weird. Yeah. That's fascinating. And the fact that like you didn't even know, I think that shows that like often, especially like growing up, we just take names for granted. Like it is what it is. Like my name is my name and that it's just what it is. And I'd never really questioned that that much throughout my life up yeah. until you know now I'm having so many conversations about names but that's really really interesting and how did that come about so you mentioned you were like looking through or you know there were name change documents like how did that all kind of come about why was it like a year ago that that came yeah about? I mean so I mean without getting into like the political scope of the world I guess you know Brexit happened and I'd never felt the need to, you know, get my Spanish paperwork done. I'd never felt the need to have a Spanish passport because a British passport was the equivalent. And it just felt like an extra cost because you have to pay every year or every few years to maintain it. Mm. And then Brexit happened. And then I was like, oh, no, now I'm stuck on this island and I need to, I need to be able to leave. Um, so then I started looking into it. And it, it's a very long process and it takes a very long time. And it's taken years of even getting to the point of knowing what documentation we need. And it was finding my abuela's, so my grandmother's birth certificate, and then my dad's birth certificate, and then my birth certificate to kind of prove Mm. the lineage. And then my dad mentioned, you know, but the name on his birth certificate doesn't match the name on my birth certificate. Mm. And at first I was like, are you not my dad? Like, (laughs) what are you talking about? And he was like, no, it's because I, you know, my birth certificate has the name I was born with and my name was changed. And now we're going to need to trace those name change documents to prove that he's my dad, basically, because our certificates don't match. Um, Yeah. And it's, it's interesting. I think going back to what you said about not asking about it, I think it's also quite common in, you know, immigrant families that, my grandparents had no interest in reminding us what the name yeah. was. It was never, we're Gonzalez, don't forget that. It was kind of like, we're Goodwin now and we're in England yeah. now and let's kind let's make that happen and let's be the Goodwins. There was never a pushing of, we're using this name, but don't forget where we come from. It was very mm. much, we're here now, this is the name now, get with the programme. And no one was ever, I guess when you're younger, if you're not encouraged to ask questions, you don't, if something is just presented to you as fact, you just take it as fact. And no one ever encouraged me to ask those questions. So I didn't even think to. Yeah. Which is what, and I remember having that conversation with my dad and calling my brother and being like, did you know this? And he was like, no, I had no idea. And both of us were like, wow, there's this whole part of our history that we didn't know about at all. Um, Yeah, no, it's, it was a very... It was quite emotional for me, actually, because I've always felt this such a strong connection with my Spanish side. And I've always been so proud of it. And it's rooted in so many different things and, you know, so much family tension around it. But I've always felt it so strongly, Mm -hmm. you know, more than my brother has, perhaps, you know, I've always wanted to speak Spanish. I've always wanted to be in Spain. People have always told my whole life how Spanish I look. And it's always felt, felt so strong to me. So to find out that that name was there and it was kind of 
thrown away because of you know racism and them being treated badly in a place like Slough made me so sad because in an ideal world they could have kept their name and they could have passed it down to me and they didn't because of how they were being treated by other people and that made me so emotional to think this the whole connection with this life that I lost because of how they were treated yeah and then it makes so much sense then that like you don't feel or you've never felt that connected Mm. with the name Goodwin so and like I guess having learned now about the history behind it it makes complete sense why you don't have that kind of like connection with it and it's interesting like you're the only person who's inherited that name yeah it's so bizarre and then it probably just that's it like you said yeah it's really really interesting really interesting um so I remember um previously when we spoke before this episode you were mentioning that you were thinking about changing the spelling of your name talk to me about that so it's a nut this other weird conundrum with my name so it's a very Spanish sounding name Carlo de Elena but it's spelt the Italian way because I mean my dad chose my name and it was kind of a family name it was my great-grandmother's name but you know my mum wanted to put her own stamp on the name and she'd read a book with my name where it was spelt differently so I guess her putting her own stamp on my name which now I love Mm. she changed it and she added an extra t and I think potentially as an English speaker you don't understand the significance of just adding an extra t to a name but in linguistics in Spanish, there is never a double T. It doesn't exist wow. in the language. It's okay. It's something that there's not a single word in the Spanish language. People might fact check me on that, but <laughs> there isn't. It doesn't. You don't see it ever. Yeah. But it's a very Italian thing to have a double T. So mm. when people people hear my name and I say Carlota and they're like, "Oh, nice to meet you," and then they see it written down, and there's always this immediate wait. That's not. That's not what we thought you were. That's not who we thought you were because yeah. no one in Spain would ever spell their name this way. So interesting. I'm trying to think of an English. I guess it's maybe the equivalent of um, where we have names which are Irish and English and depend, like Kieran, for example. You yeah, can spell yeah, yeah. Kieran the Irish way, which is C I A R A N, and then there's English Kieran. It's kind of that same difference where when you see it written down, you're like, oh, well, now I know where you're from because of the spelling. Mm-hmm. So in even in Spain, where people have been able to say my name, whenever they've seen it written down, they've kind of gone, wait, you're Italian? What is this? We don't understand why your name is spelled yeah. this way. And I hated it growing up because I really wanted to feel Spanish. And I really hated the fact that as soon as people, like even in airports, they'd see my name and they'd be like, oh, we thought you were Spanish. You're clearly Italian. I'd be like, I'm not Italian, oh. I promise. But then later, and I remember saying to my parents, like, I'm going to change the spelling of my name. And my mum used to get quite upset and I didn't really understand why. I was like, what do you care? It's still the same name. Yeah. And now later I'm like, no, that's how she put her stamp on it. You know, she, I'm her daughter and she wanted to name me and this name came from somewhere else. And she was like, no, I'm going to spell it my daughter's name the way yeah. I want to. And now it's something I just laugh about with people when they comment on how my name's spelled, I'm like, ha oh, isn't it silly? It's spelled the Italian way and mm. we move on. But when I was younger, I hated it. And I was like, my surname is stupid. My first oh. name is spelt the wrong way. And it's just, yeah. a, it's a mess of a name. And I hate introducing myself because no, like whoever I introduce myself to, someone's going to have a problem with some yeah. aspect yeah, of yeah, my yeah. name. They're either not going to like the spelling or they're not going to be able to say it or they're going to wonder why I have an English surname. And it was just another layer on top of it where my name didn't fully feel like mine because mm. it was spelt wrong in my eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now I love it. And now I love meeting Italians and saying, yeah, my name is spelt the Italian way and we can connect. And yeah. that's really nice. But I, when I was younger, 
I mean, I remember, I'm still training myself now when I go into Starbucks or wherever I go and they ask me for my name. I got so used to spelling it the wrong. I would always say to people, C-A-R-L-O-T-A, wow, which makes okay. no difference to the barista. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't care how it's spelled. But it was always my little way of being like, if anyone sees that cup, they'll know it's the Spanish cup, mm. and not the Italian one. And I'm like, no one cared, but I did it for years and years. And even now I catch myself. I was enjoying the juice a few days ago and I did it again. And I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. No one cares how my yeah, name yeah. is spelled. <laughs> The person writes it down and they forget it as soon as they've, you know, they've passed it on to the next person. Then they're just going to read it out. And what's going to happen? The person giving me my coffee might be Spanish and they might think I'm Italian as they hand me my coffee. Like, it doesn't matter. But to me, it was always this massive sense of people aren't going to know who I am and they aren't going to know where I'm from because my name isn't spelt correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two things that I kind of thought of there. The first one being, you know, your your mum getting a bit upset when you were like, I'm going to change the spelling of my name. And yeah. then you later on realising, actually, she had put that thought and effort and, and time into thinking about how to spell your name. And obviously yeah. that was a very conscious and active decision of hers, which makes me think like a lot of the time, like parents do ch- choose the name names of their children and there's so much thought that goes into that. Yeah. It's like, in a way, like, sometimes I see it as, like, a gift that your parents have, like, given to you. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting. So on my mum's side of the family, it's so weird. Everyone's name begins with T. And mm. I was the first person in the family whose name didn't begin with T. Okay. So my mum is Tina. Yeah. Her brothers are Tom and Terry. Um you know, my mum's side is like a very old school working class family from Poplar. Um, and they moved. I didn't know that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, my family's also from that area. That's so funny. Yeah. Like, all through school together, we never had that part yeah. of the conversation. Not at all. Um, and they had this thing where, you know, it came from, I think, my granddad's side. And there were all these teas in the family. And I think, you know, when my name was chosen, it was, you know, my dad wanted, to, my brother's name is a tea name. Yeah. My dad wanted to have this kind of connection with his side and that's where the name came from. And I think my mum really wanted to put something of herself into that name. And it makes me so emotional now to think, you know, she had this family tradition of these tea names and she probably had a few tea names. Oh, no, she did have a tea. I was meant to be called Tallulah. That was the okay. name she wanted to call me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that was changed. I think my great grandmother died right before I was born. And that's why my name kind of went over more to her name. Um, so I think it's so lovely that she was so determined to put something into my name. And the thought that your parents, you know, thinking about it now, if I ever had children, you know, I guess I've always, you know, I think everyone does at some point. You hear a name you like and you think, mm. oh, if I ever have kids, like that's a really great name. And the idea of carrying a name with me for years and giving it to a child and then that child turning around and saying, I don't like this name, I, I imagine it would be absolutely heartbreaking, Definitely. you know, especially when it's coming from a place of culture and of yes. history, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. If you're not just passing, and that doesn't necessarily need to be a country, it can be, you know, people name their children after their favourite book characters. You know, you yeah. have these names which mean so much to you and then you pass it down to a child who is like, I hate this name, it's so embarrassing. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, it's meant so much to me. So I think it's beautiful and it makes me sad that I didn't appreciate it. But I also think I had to go through yeah. that journey. Yeah. I think I wouldn't feel the way I do about it now if I hadn't gone through the kind of the torment mm-hmm. of 
having this really weird disconnected mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. And it took me leaving London and leaving Spain and going to different places in the world to kind of just be me and disconnect from it, you know, go to places where no one cares where your name's from and no one knows about Spanish history, no one knows about English history and they just want to know you. Yeah. And you can just have your name and not have the history behind it and then you realise how proud you are of the history behind mm. it because you want to explain the name to people and you want to yeah. be like, no, this is who I am. And they're like, oh, great, thank you so much for telling yeah. me. But they don't push it because, you know, they're from different places and they don't have that connection with it. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And I think also, like, with names, it helps to kind of, in in some in some circumstances, it links and it helps to provide a bit more around, this is who I am yeah. this is my story. Which leads me on to my other thought around, you know, your kind of sometimes persistence to spell your name without the double T. Yeah. For so example, weird. in Joe and the Juice <laughs> recently and in Starbucks and so on. And for me, that made me think like, obviously, you're Spanish, half Spanish, half Spanish, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's you, you have such a pride there and such a kind of connection with being Spanish and being able to speak the language and so on, mm. that names are can be such a big part of someone's identity. So it kind of makes sense that you're trying to assert who you are because of that Spanish pride. Yeah. Yeah, I just think, but it doesn't, at the same time, it shouldn't. It does. Mm. It's so important to love your name and love your history, but I don't think it works to put too much weight on it either. Because yeah. like I said, you know, no one else really cares. Everyone is going about their day. And while your name is important, it it isn't who you are. Yeah. You are who you are. You know, I am who I am. And there's no paperwork in the world. And there's no name in the world that's going to change how I feel inside. Yeah. And like I said, you know, me and my brother, we have exactly the same parents. We have exactly the same upbringing. He... I mean, my brother, you know, he can speak Spanish, but he's never felt the same connection mm. I have with Spain, which is absolutely fine. But that means... It's something which is inherently mine and it doesn't act, you know, if my parents had decided, you know, the English version of my name is Charlotte, which is what most of the world choose to call me for Mm. some reason. You know, every time I email someone, I get, hey, Charlotte, written back, Okay, which, you know, is it's fine, whatever. But I think no matter how much people call me Charlotte and no matter how much people change my name and no matter how much weight I put on my name, it's never going to take away from who I am. And it's mm-hmm. never going to take away from these feelings of pride and this connection that I've always felt so strongly mm-hmm. with my ancestors. Mm-hmm. So it's so important, but it's also not important. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's as important as you make it, but exactly. it can't fundamentally change who you are or, or what you feel about yourself. Yeah, I completely, completely agree. To finish this, finish oh us God, off so then, <laughs> um, where are you at with your name now? I know you mentioned, you know, you, you love your name. Just kind of summarise for us, where are you with your name now? I think I've reached a place now, and it's very much been a journey, and it's very much something I'm still working on, but I've reached a place now where I kind of embrace the clunkiness of my name. I kind of, you know, I'm quite an awkward person, and I think maybe having, you know, they always say that you grow up and you kind of turn into your name, and I yeah. think... I have a, an awkward clunky name and I'm a bit awkward and clunky and <laughs> it's just it's who I am you know yeah. and it reflects me and now you know I laugh about it so much with people when I write my name down or when I introduce myself and it's this ridiculous thing of this long name that makes no sense that's spelt wrong that the surnames don't go together and I'm kind of like yeah that that's me in a kind of me in a nutshell like mm. I'm a bit clunky and I don't make sense and 
I enjoy telling people the story of my name and I, you know, if people are confused by it, that's fine. So, but it, again, it did happen to me the other day that I spelt it wrong deliberately, which I'm trying so hard not to do. So I think just because we've arrived somewhere mentally, I think there's still a bit of muscle memory and a bit of protection where even though you're telling yourself, no, it's fine, it's good, it's great you then go out into the world and you still act differently. And mm. So I'm still in that place with my name, mm. but I think I'm on the other side of it now, mm. which, mm-hmm. you know. That's lovely. That's really lovely to hear. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I've that loved it. So much fun. It's gone so quickly. Um, but yeah, thank you so no, much. No, thank you so much. I can't wait to see it. Yes. Yeah.